What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge is making sports betting so much more fun. Now, think about the average experience, right, for any other sports book. You log on, you go make your bet, and you wait and see if you win. Well, with Better Edge, it's so much more interactive. You can follow people and, and in turn track their picks. You can follow your friends, coworkers, family members. And on top of that, it tracks your record, tracks your friend's record. There's tournaments, competitions. It's so much more fun and interactive than a typical sports betting experience. And on top of that, they track your stats. They make it easier for you to bet long-term. A lot of these other statistics that professionals have access to, it's like, it's tough to come by, but now Better Edge gives you access to a lot of those stats. Oh yeah, on top of all of that, they don't charge a VIG. VIG free betting. So check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, like sports better. And use promo code SHARP. That promo code gets you a free $10 and it lets them know that we sent you right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Happy Thursday. What is today? The 22nd, July 22nd. Hope you guys are having a nice week so far. How'd you do on uh, the first part of the week? You making some bets? You betting on some baseball? How about some Olympics? I mean, I personally, I'm probably not going to be giving too many Olympic picks out, but I know a lot of you guys out there like getting involved with the, with the summer games. But uh, yeah, either way on today's show, Deep Dive Thursday. We're going to take a look back at yesterday's expansion draft from the Seattle Kraken. And there were a lot of surprises. As I said yesterday, this is why we didn't speculate. This is why we didn't go in and say, well, they may take this guy from Boston. They may take this player from Pittsburgh. That would have taken three hours. And we wouldn't have got a lot of it right. A lot of the players I thought Seattle would take, they didn't take. Now, their GM came out after the draft and said, this isn't finished. We are. This is not going to be our team next year. So I don't know if they're going to look to sign free agents, make some trades. I don't know what they're going to try and do. But right now, Based on the information we currently have, I've got Seattle power-rated both offensively and defensively and overall, and we're going to go through what we think their lines are going to look like uh, when it's all said and done this season. So let's, let's be clear about this. Lines will change, and we're not going to do power play, special teams, things like that. Lines will change. Even on a game-by-game basis, the best teams in the league will will shuffle their lines around a little bit. But this is just how I see the kind of standard stock approach for the Seattle Kraken. All right, let's start with the first line. Uh, Center, I've got Yanni Gord, Tampa Bay. Uh, Yanni Gord is a good center. He's fast. He can shoot. And and look, I want to be clear about something here. The Seattle Kraken and the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the next team to join the NHL, it seems like based on the NHL rules... These teams, if they approach the draft well, can start off far ahead of a lot of other teams. I mean, I, I wonder right now if Ottawa, Boston, New Jersey, they're like jealous going, uh, can we just start over? Can we just do an uh, expansion draft? Because we'd be in a lot better position than we are right now. But uh, either way, Yanni Gord, they're, uh, I, I expect him to be their first-line center. They don't have what appears to me to be a clear first-line center, but Yanni Gord would fit that bill. Right wing on the first line, Jonas Donskoy for the Colorado Avalanche. And uh, Jonas Donskoy is so versatile. He can play right wing, left wing, first line, second line, third line, uh, and he's great on the power play. He was actually one of the better key 
uh, puzzle pieces last year on the Colorado Avalanche power play. So Jonas Donskoy, I expect him to be in that first line there. But this shows that, you know, you take some of these guys. Yes, I'm in Denver. I'll admit that a lot of fans here upset to see Jonas Donskoy leave. However, he would have never, ever, you know, pending injuries, played on the Colorado Avalanche first or even second line. Well, debatable for the second, but not on the first line. And we're talking when the abs are healthy. So when he goes to Seattle, and it's pretty clear to a lot of people, Jonas Donskoy will be first line right wing or maybe second. That shows the gap there in the talent, at least offensively, from uh, Seattle to other contenders uh, in the league. A left wing on the first line, I've got Chris Tanev for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Chris Tanev, left wing, Yanni Gord, center, and Jonas Donskoy, right wing. Second line, I've got James McCann for Toronto at the center. Very good second line center. Uh, right wing, Jordan Eberle, the New York Islanders. And I think Jordan Eberle was one of the better pickups by Seattle. Uh, the Islanders left a couple good pieces out there, but Jordan Eberle, I promise you, they're going to miss him in New York. Uh, Jordan Eberle, right wing for the second line. And then Cal Jan, uh, Jankrock, uh, Nashville. Young, doing very well. Uh, he's improved last couple of seasons, and I think Nashville's getting a real gem with Jankrock. So that's the first and second line. Once again, second line, uh, center, Jared McCann, right wing, Jordan Eberle, left wing, Cal Jankrock. Third line, we've got center, Tyler Pitlick for Arizona. Right wing, Cole Lind for Vancouver. And left wing, Mason Appleton for Winnipeg. I could see Appleton being versatile in this lineup. I could see him anywhere from first line down to the third line. And I do believe Appleton will be used in uh, penalty, or excuse me, power play situations. Again, we're not going over special teams, not going to go over power plays, penalty kills, things like that. Because a lot of that, frankly, will be determined once these players get on the ice together. They're going to see how they play, how they fit, and then power play, penalty kill will be determined. Uh, once again, though, third line, center, Tyler Pitlick from Arizona. Right wing, Cole Lynn from Vancouver. Left wing, Mason Appleton from Winnipeg. And the fourth line, we've got Morgan Geeky from uh, Carolina Center. Right wing, Nathan Bastian of New Jersey. And left wing, Carson Terinsky of Philadelphia. Now, there's a couple forwards who I left off this list. I expect them to play to be role players. They may be healthy scratches occasionally. And I wanted to put the top four lines as I have it with my power rankings and what I think the Seattle Kraken will do. All right, let's move on to defense. This is where Seattle really excelled in the expansion draft, uh, drafting defenders. Defensive first line, uh, Mark Giordano, left uh, defender, uh, Adam Larson, right defender. That's going to be a very, very good duo on the first line if they play together. Uh, second line, Vince Dunn, Vince Dunn of uh, St. Louis on the left, uh, Jamie Alexiak of Dallas on the right. And third line, Jeremy Larzon, Boston on the left, and then uh, Carson Susie of uh, Minnesota on the right. So when you divide offensive and defensive power ratings and start to see, okay, if the season started right now based on my projections, where do I have this team? Offensively, they're not too good right now. But this should change. Keep in mind, offensive production goes up when you get more familiar with your teammates. Hockey's a sport, kind of like basketball, where you put these guys together, it takes a little bit of time to learn how they play. So right now, offensively, I've got Seattle ranked 25th in the NHL. Defensively, bit of a different story. I've got them ranked 16th, which is right there around average in the NHL. And I think that's fair because, again, I see this improving this season once Giordano and Larson play together, once Dunn and Alexiak play together, and 
once they get their power play units sort of figured out, this defense should improve. That's the thing. Other teams who have played together, we're already baking that into, baking that into the equation. But for Seattle, we have to anticipate they're going to get better. But right now, these rankings are as of today. If these teams played each other on July 22nd, you know, neutral ice, who would I have favored? Uh, 25th offensively, 16th defensively. Overall, I have Seattle Kraken ranked 23rd in my power ratings. They are just behind Calgary and just ahead of Vancouver. 23rd overall. And uh, as I said, that should improve. I like the front office. I like the coaching staff. And they're going to be playing in the, the, the Pacific Division, which is the easiest division in the NHL. So uh, I've got, again, once uh, once again, offensively 25th overall, defensively 16th, overall 23rd. And the one the one a position we haven't gone over yet, goalie. And they did a pre- pretty good job drafting goalies. Now I'm going to only talk about the top two, their backup and their starter. I think that their starter will be Vincent Vanasek. Now, let's be clear about this. Both goalies, who could either be backup or starter, very close in my goalie rankings. So... Now, I'm just going to kind of trust the front office or the coaching staff to put out there who's doing best with this team. But I think Vincent Vanasek is slightly better than anyone else on the roster in terms of goalie. He came, of course, from Washington. Vincent Vanasek, I have their number one goalie. The number two goalie, which could be a debate, Chris Dreiger of Florida. Uh, I was surprised. Now, Florida had two good goalies, Bobrovsky and Chris Dreiger. They uh, protected Bobrovsky, so Dreiger was one of the clear options to be taken by Seattle. And some people have him as the starter, but I think what will happen is the coaches will make a decision based on practices and scrimmages of of who's going to quote-unquote start the season. But I very much see an alternating system here where they alternate games or maybe each uh, goalie gets two games or uh, something like that. But uh, Vincent Vanasek, Chris Dreiger, the goalies for the Seattle Kraken. And that does it for the uh, wrap-up. You know, I think this is going to be a good team once they start playing together, or at least a a decent team. They're not going to come into the league and look like Detroit or Ottawa or New Jersey. They will be at least competitive from the get-go. So I think they did an interesting job. There were some picks I wouldn't have done, but they've been studying these boards for a long time. And if you're a Seattle fan, you know, you just got to kind of trust them, you know, but that's not our job here. We don't evaluate what we would have done as a fan. We evaluate our rankings and what they did. So I look at my projections. I say, okay, well, here's how I grade what they did. So it was interesting, but nonetheless, Seattle is set. All right. Thanks for listening today. Good luck. Whatever you've got going on today or tonight, we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.